0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Let's move to the Seattle side. What did you see from the differences between the last game and, you know, this game from my perspective, Sean, it seems as though, you know, when the stars exert some physicality towards Seattle, I think it really throws Seattle off. And I don't want to get like simplistic, but at the same time, I I just, you know, I feel that way. Like the stars are almost playing the Seattle game as far as, um, you know, pressing in their defensive zone. And I could see early that the ice was starting to open up and I felt as though, you know, I was texting a buddy of mine and I was saying, you know, that ice is opening up. This is pro stars.
2: Yeah. And. The, the other the thing that the stars did tonight was it wasn't like, I liked their physicality across the game overall, but I thought the thing they really did in game four that they did not do in game three is they got physical in the right areas. They went through, they got to, they got to the front of the net. They, um, they pounced on pucks in those areas. And I think there was just more of a, I don't know. It was more of a refined focus. It seemed like on, on playing, on playing the physical game in the right place. And I think that's what Dallas needs to continue to do. There's times where sometimes um, there's just physicality for the sake of being physical. And I think that doesn't work for the stars. It's, it has to come with, you have to, you have to work harder and smarter at the same time. And I think they did that. And I thought tonight coming, there was a big, like with Seattle, right? You, you they they come they came they came into the game and it seemed like they didn't really for what it's the first time I've really seen them out of sorts to start a game this series. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it, it's like I, and I'm not sure whether that's a Seattle thing or something Dallas did, but for for whatever reason in the first period, Seattle didn't like the nor- didn't look like the normal Kraken team that we've seen and I I think it's part of that can be credit to Dallas, but then also part of that can be on Seattle too, where you can definitely expect a better start in game five. But that was honestly surprising because this was a, this should have been a quote unquote blood in the water game for Seattle. That's what this should have been. This should have been, you're up to, you're, you're up, you're up two to one. You get a chance to go up three, one at home this should have been that type of game for Seattle and they didn't treat it that way. And, uh, or at least their play in the first period, didn't treat it that way. So that was, that was surprising to me.
0: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H track, all wheel drive and three row seating. My whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: So one of the moments in the game that I thought was special that won't necessarily show up on the score sheet was Seattle goes on the power play. Stars clear the puck. Radic Foxa has the puck. Rather than just dump it in and make the line change, he gets aggressive and mm-hmm. moves towards Grubauer in the net, catches a slash, which breaks the stick. That makes it a four-on-four. Four. I thought that was a massive play early to quiet the Seattle power play, kind of quiet down the fans, and the Stars ended up scoring when they had the power play.
2: Uh, you're talking about quieting down fans. I mean, Radek Fox has quieted down fans in Seattle, and then he's also quieted down some some fans on Twitter who have, have... – Clamored for for his head, basic his proverbial head, with how quiet with his down, Yeah, he's been, he's been he's been he's been he's been he's been uh, he's been he's good. Been, he's been good, and you know his
1: uh, size really plays a key role when it comes to playoffs.
2: Yeah, just the there's little things with Roddick that uh, with Foxa where you're you're seeing like like that play you mentioned. He, he dips the shoulder going in. There's little things where I'm not sure whether it's what what about. Playoff time, it is, or whatever, but it's like there's little things you're like, okay, he he's realizing some of the tools he has, and why is why was he not like you're like, okay, this is the tools you have, use them, that's great, let's see more of this, like so it's 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 funny to see, but like that that play, you're right, first period forces the four on four, that's that's huge because that 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 changes some things and then sets up the 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 Ben power play goal later, where you talk about you talk about just transition through the zone rope rope hints with, oh. with, with speed and and then kind of vintage Jamie Ben goal with yeah. uh, with the dragon the dragon drag rip to the top corner
1: yeah it was it was definitely special the other big goal involving Jamie Benn was quote-unquote was it goaltender interference or not when Max Domi scored and I kind of knew right away that and I understand why Toronto wanted to take a long look at this, but here's what I saw was that Grubauer clearly was out of the crease. The other thing was, I I think – if I'm Toronto, I'm looking at that and I'm saying offensive player is clearly making an effort to stay out of the way of the goaltender. And not only was that was a light cross check, but was cross checked into Grubauer. So I thought it was an interesting, you know, call or no call. I had it as a goal the whole way. What did you see?
2: I thought it was a goal. Um, I thought for me, Grubauer lost the benefit of the doubt when, he overly tried to sell initial space manipulation. Uh, the first time Ben came through, Grubauer kind of almost he he, he basically jumped three feet yeah. to his right to, to sell it. And that's one of the reasons he was out of position and couldn't make the save, but it was a clear sell job. And to me, that's when Grubauer lost the benefit of the doubt. If he doesn't make that jump across and him and Ben get tangled up and then maybe I see goalie interference, but when he does that, and he basically, on his own accord, stops playing his position and starts trying to sell, that's when he loses all benefit of the doubt. For me, I thought it was a good call. I thought it was a goal. Um, I, uh, I, I it's funny. I actually, I normally, I normally on this on this podcast, I've talked before how I get frustrated when rules analysts don't give opinions. I actually thought the rules analyst on the broadcast actually did a good job of, of actually arguing back and forth with Brian Boucher on this. So I actually got I got to take a quick tap to say I'm happy. I was happy to see some push on that to for for to be a goal in in that way. And so but I thought it was the right call and um, clear and, and a good example of the stars being in on Grubauer's head right now.